This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And let's turn our attention to also the BetMGM Rewards Hotline, because joining us right now, compliments of NBC Sports Edge, is Mr. Brad Thomas. Brad, thanks for joining the show. How are you this evening? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting for week one of college football. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm super excited, ready to play some bets and make some money. Brad, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, but on Twitch, I just see a picture of you in a <laughs> leopard uh, uh, shirt, just chest out. And, and, I, and you know, for a second, I was like, you know what? He might be nervous about week one. And then I saw your profile picture. There's no way any man who has been nervous about anything is taking pictures like that and then posting them. So you put some confidence and bass in your voice when you come on this show and you talk about these college football plays because we're starting right at West Virginia <laughs> against yes. Pittsburgh. Yes. Let's go, Brad. Pittsburgh, minus 300 favorite, of course. They're seven-point favorites. That's what we really care about. Minus 120 juice at BetMGM. The total was 51 and a half. We all know that Pitt has lost a few things, uh, notably Kenny Pickett. On the opposite side, West Virginia is touting out a uh, JT Daniels to take over uh, in Morgantown. How are you handicapping this one tomorrow at 7? You know, I, I like this game from a pit side, but I'm actually going to be backing the under. If you've watched, this game has gone, it started around 54, dropped down to 51, back up to 52. I like the under this match for a couple of reasons. So naturally, people would think, it's pit. Why on earth would you back an under? They forget that Mark Whipple is out, and now they're bringing in a new OC, and Pat Narduzzi has expressly said, I want to run the football more. He kind of felt that his offense was out of control in Whipple's hands. Now they bring in Slovis, who's a solid quarterback out of of USC. But when you have a new quarterback, what are you going to do? You don't want to establish the run. You're going to do quick, short passes to kind of get them into the game. And then we have on the other side of the ball with West Virginia. West Virginia, listen, last year they were dead last in the Big 12 running the ball. I don't think that JT Daniels is going to come out here and be the JT Daniels that everyone's expecting and just torch uh, Pitt in the air. So they're going to run the ball as well. I don't care they have Graham Harrell as their OC who loves to throw the rock. I like the under a lot in this game. It's week one. It's going to be really gritty. This is a a rivalry. If anybody is on Twitter and they saw what's going down, Slovis already dropped some F-bombs about about the team he is about to play. So you know it's going to be dirty. It's going to be a dogfight. No one's going to want to see someone chucking up the deuce as they run in the end zone. It's going to be a lot of field goals kicked in this game. Backyard brawl, man. I can't wait for another interesting game Thursday, Brad. Penn State and Purdue. Jeff Brom is an underdog at Purdue, 19-8 and against the spread, 12 outright wins. That's going to be a fun game tomorrow. Do you lean any side in that one? It's going to be a fun game. So <laughs> I am still stuck on Sean Clifford during Big Ten Media Day where he had every answer he had was not related to football. I don't think he's a good quarterback, but what I do trust is James Franklin and Manny Diaz to get the job done. And why? Penn State is going to have an elite secondary. Purdue threw the ball about 65% of the time last year. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball on this Penn State team. And then I don't think they're going to throw the ball. Aiden O'Connell is going to have to play absolutely outstanding. 
this is one of those games where you kind of want to feel it out. But if I had to lean one way, I would absolutely back uh, Penn State in this one. Ooh, Penn State, the Nittany Lions. Let's see if they can keep the ball rolling. I will answer a question that you might have had earlier. Is Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford sucks. And I'm not going to even mince yeah. words. He stinks, and I can't believe he's allowed to come back in this uh, retirement year. I'm calling it for him. This is his 10th year playing quarterback for Penn State. I'm sick and tired of seeing this old man. I'm getting Baker Mayfield vibes, but worse now. He keeps going out there with that purple heart and playing football. Sit down or get a real job. We're joined now by Brad Thomas, who does have a real job. He works for NBC Sports Edge. Uh, you can always catch our combo with him on the Odyssey app. Just type in BetMGM tonight wherever you find your podcast. But we prefer the Odyssey app. Let's jump around a little bit to some more notable games. I'm looking at this game between Florida and Utah. Uh, this spread right now, last time I checked, yesterday actually was a two. Now it's a three. Utah favored by three at BetMGM minus 105. The total 50 and a half. Utah minus 140 on the money line. Florida plus 115. This is a tough matchup for me uh, to really handicap, and I was even on the fence about it yesterday. Can you help me out, uh, Brad? What side are you going with in this one or any of your favorite plays in Utah, Florida? Yeah, I'm going to uh, go ahead and back Utah. I got the line at plus two for Utah. Back when it was Utah was steamed down from plus five, I got them again at minus two. I'm totally comfortable backing three. I think I'm the kind of person who believes if you're going to bet this game past minus three, then you're going to want to either tease this down or put the money line in a parlay because we have to acknowledge the fact that playing at the Swamp is very difficult. It's hard to win road games. It's probably the loudest stadium in college football. But Utah, they're going to be the surprise, a team who at the end of the season has every opportunity to make it to the college football playoff. Led by Cam Rising and Tavion Thomas, they have one of the best one-two punches in quarterback running back in college football. Kyle Whittingham's team won 10 games last season. They won the Pac-12. This is a team that is not – they're not settling with winning the Pac-12. They have true championship aspirations. They're returning five of their six top pass catchers, which means this chemistry that they built all season last year is going to absolutely explode. We know they had a great defense, only allowing something around 22 points per game. Now we have Florida on the other side. They lost a lot. They lost a lot. They have a lot to replace with a new head coach. Everyone just thinks instantly that Anthony Richardson is going to be solving all of their problems. I'm not a believer because I don't think their number one issue stems from the offensive side of the ball. It stems from their defense. They have to improve defensively to have a realistic shot. I think that Utah is in a, a prime position, returning so much talent with real aspirations, not rebuilding, and a coach who has done this, a coach who – knows how to go on the road and win big games. If you're giving me Utah, I don't mind laying the two, laying the three points. Can't wait for that game, Brad. It's going to be awesome to watch. Another good game featuring a Florida school is going to be Florida State and LSU. So tell me if you like a side in that game. And then also comparing it to Florida and Utah, since both games are three-point spreads right now, if you had to choose one of the Florida teams as an underdog to back, whether it be Florida State or Florida, who would you take? Yeah, so I'm backing LSU spread in this one. Okay. And I'll say this early. If I had to back a dog, it would be Florida State. And here's why. Mm. So both of, both of these teams in the FSU-Florida uh, State game both have great defensive lines. I'd give the offensive line advantage to LSU. I would say the quarterback matchup's going to be a toss-up. But, man, the problem with going against LSU for Florida State is, sure, their defensive line can pin their ears back, but they're playing a 
mobile, I mean absolutely mobile quarterback in this game. That really helps extend plays, get you out of trouble. I kind of want to equate this to what what Alabama did last year. And no, I'm not comparing Jane Daniels to Bryce Young. I'm comparing the mobility, the ability to sting plays because Alabama's offensive line stunk, and yet they were still one of the best teams in the country. I think Brian Kelly has a chance to kind of bring this LSU team back to what they were doing good. That's playing good defense, winning big games. Brian Kelly since 2001 is 6-1 in his last seven games in neutral site games. They're, this is a team that's returning 70% of their defense. They have one of the best wide receiver in Keyshawn Boutte. I think that this team's going to be fun. It will be a, a, definitely be a growing period, some, some adjustments that they're going to be going to make. But the reason I'm backing um, LSU mainly is because it's defense versus defense. I'm trusting LSU in basically a home game <laughs> in the Superdome. They're literally playing at home. But if you have to pick the two, you're a Florida person, Go with Florida State because defense wins championships, and I think Florida State has a better defense than Florida. Brad, I got to ask you about this one too. Georgia Tech taking on Clemson. Uh, the spread is 21 and a half at BetMGM in favor of Clemson. My question has been, and it still remains, what version of DJ are we getting under center for Clemson? 2020 scored six all-purpose touchdowns, had almost 800 yards of offense in two starts. And then in 2021, when he started all season long, nine touchdowns. In 10 <laughs> interceptions, and he completed less than 55% of his passes. Everybody's high on Clemson this year. I think everybody might just be high. What do you feel about this game, week one, Clemson-Georgia Tech, and just Clemson in general this year? Because I would love for DJ to be better. I'd have more confidence because uh, that defense is amazing. We know that. I'm glad you picked this game. I'm actually going to have a, a write-up on the NBC Sports Edge website uh, tomorrow. So if anybody's going to look, the full write-up will be there. But listen, I think that this game provides a very good opportunity for Clemson to cover. Let me start this. I will probably be the only person in the entire United States outside of his head coach and his offensive coordinator who believes DJ will have another, a better year than he did last year. And let me start with saying, I think that Tony Elliott was a phenomenal offensive coordinator. But bringing in, having Streeter not only be the quarterback's coach, but the offensive coordinator, it kind of gels that relationship. There's often times in a locker room where you know you're in trouble, you know you're on the hot seat, yet you don't have that good enough relationship with your offensive coordinator to kind of, I don't know, marinate, marinate your, your talents, your skills. You're kind of just stepping on eggshells the entire time. Now, when Shooter's game planning, he's going to think about his quarterback. You know, what was Tony Elliott before, uh, offensive coordinator, who's a, what, a running backs coach? He wasn't thinking about the feelings that his quarterback had. I know it sounds so kumbaya to say, but <laughs> – that synergy is going to be really, really important for him taking the next step. And another very important factor that DJ is going to have to watch out for all season is the freshman who came in who looked great during the spring. If you don't think losing your job is motivation enough, then he's also got, he's also got a great defense to get his back, much like Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett wasn't the best quarterback when he walked on the Georgia, but when his team's only allowing 9.8 points per game, makes you a little bit more cocky and confident to push the ball down the field because you know if you make a mistake, your team will get your back. I really like, I really like Clemson to cover in this game. Their defense is going to stop Georgia Tech. If you look at the lines, the live line for Georgia Tech in the first quarter is for them to score a, a single point and it's juiced to the under. <laughs> I think we see a big, massive blowout here and a, a big year from, from DJ. I, I, think he, I think he's due. He, he, this is a former five-star. Like, you're just not – that bad at a program like that for that long. 
Brad, real quick, we got about 45 seconds, a minute left. Let's talk about some of these marquee games. Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, Cincinnati, Arkansas, the three games this weekend featuring top 25 teams. If you had to pick one of those three games to bet, which one do you like the best? If I had to bet, pick one of those games, it would be the Arkansas game, and I would bet under. Both these games are going to be ranked. They're going to run the ball a ton, and the spread indicates that it's going to be a close one-possession game. When you have teams that like uh, Cincinnati that are replacing a ton of talent, they're still going to have good defense. They're still going to want to run the ball. And we already know uh, Pittman's going to have his boys running the ball. Love it. Our guy, Brad Thomas from NBC Sports Edge. Thank you, brother, so much for joining the show. And send me one of them shirts, man. I'll send you my address. And we, we got to sport those the next time you come on the show. We got to do it as a team next. I will. I love me some cheetah print. <laughs>